Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. 50 metres to go, two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck, needing to get there. Alligator blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top, rumbling. Tries hard, Blanford Lad can't win. Sorta boy for back-to-back Gallywoods. He's looking all right for mine. Sorta boy, one and a half, two legs. Sorta boy, you bloody beauty. Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face at the 150. Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator blood on Thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear. I Thunderstruck late. Animo holding on. Animo this time for the big A. Wicks down the middle, Kings will dream at the 100, it's getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top, Ice is too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. We're deep in the midst of winter, and it's one of the hardest cars I've ever seen at Flemington, full of benchmark racing. But nonetheless, we'll find a couple of bets. I'm with Nick McWalter and Will Alford. How are we, fellas? I'm not too bad. Racing. Hey, boys. How are we? Yeah. Fuck. Flat as fuck. Flat. Yeah. Why flat? Flat start. <laughs> you boys just again, sound or? flat. No. Well, I don't know. It's... Yeah, we'll have a look. Have a look at the fucking racing that we've got to deal with. Like, Nico, what's there to be happy about? You've got one of the big, best jumps cards Packenham seen in your hometown on Sunday, so... Yeah, yeah exactly right, but I've got to deal with fucking bots bullshit for fucking 25 Fire minutes up, before. Yeah. Is up. the king of Packenham making a trek down to the Packenham race course, or...? Uh, Cheeky Benny. Potentially. Into Packenham? This potential... Well, I'm actually away with the cheese and kisses on the weekend, oh. so it all depends what time that wraps up on Sunday, whether I get to pack it or not. Or well, your boy. And it's my sister's birthday, and everyone else is away. So, it's quite the dilemma for Nico on Sunday. Free house. No, as in, like, I'm going to surprise my sister for, like, after. Oh. Well, don't say that. She might listen to the podcast. <laughs> she certainly doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to go. She is enough of my dribble elsewhere. I'm going to Queenstown on Sunday. Where? I'm going to spend the whole week New Zealand with my face in the snow, probably, because I'm no good at snowboarding. Another jump. We'll give it a crack. Yeah, I know. I'm running out of funds fast, especially when Bot doesn't tip me winners during the week. Oh, okay. 
Mooney Valley uh, Mooney Valley would be pain for sure no not at all oh this is a personal junket yeah couple of the lads we got a buy for footy so we're rounding everyone up and we're going in the snow a couple of the boys actually good at snowboarding I'm, I'm horrendous but is this the one that Vivian yeah. oh. paid for yeah correct yeah so I did help so shut up <laughs> <laughs> you've cost him a lot more since okay. in the coming uh, the last few no, days that's actually. harsh that's harsh that's, He's that's harsh I had that that I could have I could have booked the ticket to the snow for a couple of these <laughs> one last two days Oh, we won. We won on what was it? Monday or at Ballarat on Tuesday. With that, um, did we win? Yeah, because we had the. What about well, the other fact that lost? Yeah, well, it was yeah it lost, but we we had that one that was. What about our what about our what about our moral to start the day that got beat? We only finished square on Tuesday. Oh, I won. <laughs> So I don't know about you, mate. That's all that matters. As long as bots winning. Bum steer. Right, shall we get into yeah, the all, races? It's all about bot. <laughs> I'm the one giving you the tips, mate. Shut up. All right, shut up. Shut up. Might start laying. HQ is back. That was out three meters. Um, last couple of weeks in Metro Melbourne, the wind has played absolute havoc. So I don't know. It's really hard tipping at the moment on a Thursday night when we've got no idea where you sort of want to be on the track. Caulfield's sort of been edging off the fence as the day has gone on. Definitely was out wide last week towards the back end of the program. Hopefully Flemington's just fair. Any thoughts around track? Don't say the same thing you always say, bot. Well, you can say it then. That's, it's irrelevant what the track does. I don't really worry about those things. Sure. Well, I can tell you the facts are it is a good four at the moment. Um, there is a bit of rain around the day, but expecting dry-ish track might be a soft five at worst. Let's get into the first. It is a two-year-old event. Of course, these horses are nearly three. They'll be three as of August 1. Alative, the much-anticipated debut, uh, a filly by I'm Invincible, is $2.90 from Naval Academy, $3.80. Scorsese, $9.50. Uh, Archo Nacho, $9.50. Jenny the Jet, $9.50. And exploring, bringing some of that good early two-year-old form is $10. This was we meant here? to... Top of the market. This was the elative thing. Was, wasn't that meant to make a debut like ages ago? I remember it was, it was meant yeah. to go around like Flemington like, like six months ago. Yeah. She reminds me a bit of you, but apparently she's got a fair share of issues. What issues have I got? I'd say you have more issues than me, mate. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she's a deserved favourite or not, to be honest. Me neither. I don't know. I've, I'm, I've fallen into these high-priced Kent horses before. So I'm just, I'm just a bit cautious. She would have never seen a straight in any bit of work. Everything's been around a bend. That has to matter for a two-year-old who's had problems and is only getting to the races the first time, I would have thought. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I thought the trials were fine. I don't know. I'm not a trial perv, so... Fine? No, they were good. They were good. They were better than fine. They were really good. Yeah, they were probably as good as trials get, but they're still trials. They're not actual races. And Naval Academy went to the races for the first time, and 
it was at Warracknabeel. It was in the middle of nowhere, but it absolutely bolted in. Sorry? Number? GDX number? Oh, um, it was a 90.5, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. That is pretty good for a debut. Yeah. Well, at the weight for age but. scale anyway, but but yeah. Um, yeah, like it, it bolted in. The, the time was, was good. The last 400 was um, about half a second um, faster than anything else on the day. And um, I won by five lengths. It was at Wackenville, but it was it was a very big, a very big number for mm. for that sort of race. And and it's sort of the rest aren't I don't think much good. Scorsese was decent, gets a a, a positive jockey change, and um, and the sectionals there were good too. But um, but yeah, I probably would have thought that Naval Academy will start favourite. And a lady's a sort of horse that'll be it's a spooky sort of trial horse that'll probably jump about four dollars fifty after opening about two dollars fifty and and like it wouldn't make it doesn't make a difference whatsoever how yeah, it races 100%. or not like yeah because the market's just got no no like yeah they've got nothing to go off so that's just gonna they're just gonna back other things and I think the horse they're gonna back is Naval Academy. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think Naval Academy is clearly the danger, and I think there's a massive chance it will start favourite just because it has put that big number up on the board. But I'm a believer in this elative. Um, all of its jump outs have been outstanding. Um, obviously, you've got the relation there to elation. That obviously means nothing. But and a couple I've other just, ones. Yeah, I've just been following this horse's jump outs, and I've been waiting for it to debut and finally it does here i do think it'll drift from the current price of three dollars it already has drifted out from an opening quote of two dollars fifty um and i just think she's pretty good um exploring is a horse that had some decent early form but how good that form actually is sort of i'm not actually sure and as a filly she's got to carry the penalty here 58 kilos so she's got to give the favourite four kilos right now. She's first up, so it'll be interesting to see how she comes back from her into her second preparation. She obviously had a busy prep first time around. Is eleven dollars a little bit big for her? Potentially. Um, the other good often horse actually does bring a bit of form, having smacked up. Or only actually, it was a narrow win beating Welly Bell, who bolted in today. Um, albeit it was only at Bendigo, but 40 to 1 for a Godolphin horse. I've had $5 there. Um, but yeah, I think a lady is one of the few bets I will be having on the weekend, especially at Flemington. Um, jump out's elite, and two back have actually ran second in a jump out uh, to a horse named Piastri, who went on to bolt in for its maiden um, when I went to the races uh, the next start for Maren Eustace. So that doesn't mean a lot, just jump out form, but it's always nice to see. I'll probably back Naval Academy. I think. I think a start favourite. Yep, no, that's fair enough. Mm. Let's move on to the second race. It is over seventeen hundred metres, and it's a three-year-old handicap. The market is as far as Cosmic Enigma three dollars eighty, Magnuspin six dollars, Smoking Princess seven fifty, Hard to Cross eight dollars, Slain eleven dollars, Crown Crusher eleven dollars. Take it away, bot, because uh, Nico and I, I doubt, have much here. No. Oh, I'm just as confused Skip. as everyone else, I think. Um, yeah, like, Magnus Spin's going well, but 
Map's bad. Um, what else? Cosmic Enigma's favourite off a after bolting it at Swan Hill. Like it was a good win and, and the sectionals were good, but the 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 track was play, playing um, well for the way he races, and I doubt it'll be favouring him back in the field at Flemington with Madison Lloyd on, who's won like three of her last hundred races. Uh, Slane was uh, handed up when it shouldn't have at, at, at um, Sandown last start and can go better when they actually show, in, show some intent. Um, and Alban- Albanian, Albanian I am is probably the only horse I could back. I just really worried about 1,700 metres for it. Um, but yeah, it was strong and it's an ex-Godolphin horse, so... There's substance to it, and the sectionals are really good. Two back, just beat nothing, and but it backed it up um, last time at Saturday, and, and backs up here. So Albania, I am maybe the only thing I could probably back, but I, I, I highly, highly, highly doubt I'll back anything in this race. It's just a complete um, head fuck. And Ma- F- Foreign Skip. Raiders a nice horse, but and I think it choked down last start because a tongue tie goes on, but um, I couldn't back it from the barrier. Yeah, let's move straight on. We don't need to spend too much time on that. Race three is benchmark 78 over the mile for the Phillies and Mares. Pitcher Nun has actually been winning ever since I stopped backing it. Is $3.90 favourite. Do you remember that night where you were doing that? Do you remember that night when we were doing um, we were doing that thing for, for Mooney Valley and you tipped bit, Pitcher Nun? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was What funny. was the Nick Ryan horse that beat it? Uh, oh, what was it called? I, 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 I watched this replay, um, Vegas, Vegas, night. What, Vegas night, yeah. I watched the yeah, replay like, all O'Brien the time. O'Brien thing. Yeah, it, it, one of the yeah. one of the best races you'll ever watch for a, a benchmark sixty-four. It was 100%. awesome. <laughs> I was there and I was screaming at home from the, from the grandstand. Yeah, they went at it from like the two fifty, and then they just broke away. From the two fifty, they went at it from like the eight hundred. Yeah, probably actually. But I watched that replay like. Field and, yeah. It was very. Yeah, good. I was on the wrong side of it, and to make it even worse, I know a lot of. St. Bernard's boys who own Vegas Night, and they were up and about in my, in my face, and I was backed <laughs> the runner-up who's just gotten beaten a lip after. Yeah, so front. did I. Oh, I hate you all. <laughs> anyway, what yeah, are your sort of thoughts? Do you, reckon, do you reckon she? Do you reckon she's gone to another level, or she just been racing in low races? Uh, no, nah, she's gone to a new level here at this preparation, I think. But I sort of thought this race was awful until I check the market and Defiant Diva is $10 and I had it favourite so I was sort of just um, uh, I sort of just have to back Defiant Diva like three back she was beaten by Unusual Culture um, four back no sorry four back she was beaten by Unusual Culture Unusual Culture by a nose when I backed it it should have won and then and then it just got back it got back two back behind party for one, not sort of race style, and then really strong through the line at sand. I think it was like the third fastest last 100 of the meeting or something like that, top ahead. Um, and interestingly, um, every time it's gotten a 1600 meters, it's run pretty close to near its best. So I think map's pretty easy for um, for Taylor Childs, Charles. Taylor Childs, and and. Yeah, like off off last start, um, looks like a pretty decent platform to to run to near its best and in a pretty even mare, pretty even mare's race. Uh, I think I think Crimson Lights a really nice horse, but um, just Barrier Eleven's going to go back. 
from the wide gate second up, I would have thought, and probably peak third up or fourth up over 2,000 metres. Yeah. Um, Defiant Diva also dropped seven kilos on the weights, which has to count for something. Yeah. Is this... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, and good and proper is always just sort of thereabouts. Is um, she better at 1,400 metres? Yeah, yeah. That's I think she's better at 1,400 metres. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then yeah and there's a Tasmanian horse who's half interesting but it's not much good yeah so anyway alright back four and maybe a bit of interest in the seven interesting as well. to see how that Tassie horse measures up because Scotty Brunton doesn't normally bring him here for a haircut yeah I don't know it's alright like it started twenty last start but I just don't think it'll measure up to yeah me. I understand that it's racing in inferior company over there but all you can do is win that's what yeah. it's been doing yeah, yeah. Defiant Diva I thought was about a four dollar sixty chance. So, Beautiful. and it's Good ten bucks. There, then. So you can back that punters. First, second round of the day. I think it's eight. I think it's eight bucks. But oh, well, I was looking Any at ten dollars today. Stats on Taylor Childs at the moment. Is that uh, really a little concern? Hold on. Oh, yeah. Sort of, sort of a concern, but I don't want to give any jockeys a bad rep on. On live podcast, but well, you um, just gave a bake to Maddie Lloyd, so keep going. <laughs> yeah. No, she she's seven from her last hundred. She's not she's not going great, but like she, it's a pretty easy map, and um, yeah, like I think she'll sit in the one one. Yeah, she gets every chance to anyway. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, let's move on to race four because there are some nice horses here. It's a three-year-old handicap over fourteen hundred mm. meters. A lot of these horses have been racing down the straight. Uh, 1200 so this is a bit of a different complexity Legio 10 draws barrier 1 is the $2.70 favourite from cause for concern $4.20 the creator comes over from NZ $5 Hennessy Lad $6 and you have to Castilian and um, the class horse Tijuana at the top of the weight set $17 I'll kick us off quickly um, Legio 10 will probably be one of my other bets on the day, I think he's been flying ever since he was gelded. Um, obviously, two wins down the straight over 1,100 metres, then went to 1,200 last start. And I'm not sure like if he was in the best ground or or not, but he still ran really well there. Um, rattled home in the fastest last 200 metres of the entire day. And if they can position him more forward here from barrier one, Celine Gordre, then I think he's a massive chance. Um, last start, he went from 53 kilos up to 58, and now he drops from the 58 back down to 53 and a half after the claim. I think that is significant. Um, and he has he has proven at 1,400 metres before. Like, he has run at the distance and ran well before, and I think he's a new horse now. So I think he's ready to tackle the 1,400 metres again now, fourth up. Um, I was a little bit... Um, worried about cause for concerns map just from 11 1400 meters first time he might have a fair bit of work to do if ollie snicks him back um so i sort of wanted to be against him uh, the creator was the other one who probably interested me be interested to, to hear your thoughts on this guy bot over from nz um yeah he's interesting you that it said he gets the blinkers first time but he's he wore blinkers and all these um in in his at both of his New Zealand starts, um, so yeah, he's interesting. Um, I don't know. It's it's. I would have loved to see some sectionals just 
Um, but yeah, like the the rating, the rating measures up measures up here. Um, Legio ten could explode, but I just think like it's got no gate speed, so I think it'll be three back defense and um, so the map. I think the maps against it, and so the maps against cause for concern as well. NEC lads first up. I thought um, Tawana looking at the prices, seventeen dollars for Tawana is a very big price. Like this horse won the the start stakes, didn't he? Hmm. Yeah, and he was back in the field at Flemington behind Renault in a slowly run race. I don't think he could have done a whole lot more than run. What did he run? Uh, he ran back in the field, but he he was okay. Yeah, but he ran thirty four flat last six hundred meters. That's not him running that sort those sort of sectionals. I don't think. Yeah. Um, well, well, the dollar I wanted saluted. Nico finding an edge somewhere and Bot is coming to fucking swoop the fucking <laughs> fruit, hasn't it? <laughs> Who would have thought? He does stand out like dog's balls. Like, he's going to improve here. He's the class horse who has the big... Well, why is he you know, $17 then, if he's so obvious? He wasn't great last day. He finished, he finished ninth of 11. Yeah, but he's um, also he was, a horse who needs good ground, which he's finally going to get again. Yeah, that too. Um, I think he'll improve it to 49 He's definitely meters. worth a bet. At $17 anyway. Like, I, I would have thought he was closer to a $9 chance, just with... I think he'd be able to push forward from the inside gate. Like he, he sat, um, he sat uh, in the coffin in the, in the start stakes and and brained them and started two dollars thirty there, beating albeit some pretty average horses in behind him. But like it's still a start stakes at Mooney Valley, and and then ran around fifth in the the um, the Caulfield Guinea. So I thought he was the the main sort of. Overlay and, and it sort of drops off after after him because they're yeah I don't know but but yeah Legio Ten's definitely the favourite it's just the the map he's got no gate speed just maybe if Gordry can get him out of the gates then I'd be surprised pray yeah um, pray. Tijuana still does have to give some decent horses like Legio Ten a fair bit of weight here for fifty nine and a half and he might yeah but it's warranted short. He still might be a run short, only second up, but... He's beaten less than length than a Caulfield Guineas. Yeah. Correct. No, are you back in Tijuana? F- no, these horses are going to fucking start in the race. Yeah, I'm back in Tijuana, yeah. I really wanted to back cause for concern. I've investigated um, and got some information about him and they reckon 1,400 metres will be fine. Just going to ride him cold. And let him finish off, but oh, <laughs> doesn't know. sound good to me. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I'm just a bit suspect. I'm happy to like it's as I said. I'm not going to really be watching the races. So on a day where I'm not going to be watching, I'm happy to have a bet on Tijuana, like knowing that you know, based off what I'm seeing in front of me, he's going to have every possible chance. He should have every possible chance. He's drawn a good gate, gets good ground. Track and trip figures are good. Um, yeah, I think he's a stupid price. I, I think he should be closer to a single-figure chance, as as Bot sort of said. Um, so, yeah, I think he's a he's a great one-by-three, one-by-four bet. Yeah. Mm, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised crack, if... He's a cra- cracking place bet. Big watch on uh, the creator. Yeah, I reckon he could, he could be pretty good. Well, yeah, um, they were saying today that... Um, He's worn the blinkers in both starts in New Zealand and um, they weren't on in his trials here 
and now they go back on for race day with the tongue tie on so there's a fair bit of intent and I would think that there's um, they would want to build his rating fairly quickly 100% heading into the spring so I, I think there's a fair bit of intent there he gets the map advantage too gets in very well to be honest I, I might back the creator like if if League of 10 or cause for concern win well so be it but I might back the the creator BSP because I reckon the, the market half might spit him and I'll back Tijuana each way yeah he's on the verge of being a bet for me as well I've got him like exactly like $5.40 so the creator yeah we'll get better than that BSP I reckon or on yeah, the fair yeah I think so too right. let's move on to race 5 2 year old handicap over 1800 metres and a lot of these horses clash again line them up Louis led last start he's four dollars and he was just uh just run down in the shadows of the post by dolphin skin four dollars twenty sun's horse finished third five dollars line of fire is six dollars be still the earth eight dollars and labana's twelve dollars um what do we make of them here they're stepping up to 1800 meters and there's a, a bit of a weight swing dolphin skin has to carry a little bit more weight compared to last start I think they're pretty evenly matched and I couldn't really separate them. No, I've got Dolphin Skin and Line em Up Louis equal favourites. And then I've got Bastille the Earth as the third favourite. Um, just no intent on debut to, to hold a spot over 1,600 metres from a wide barrier, just drifted back and then came around the, the turn around an 11-3 flat the last 200 metres. Draws inside, I think you'll hold a spot from the inside gate and... Um, yeah, I think the 11-3 says he's got a bit of talent and I don't think he needs to improve that that much to be um, to be really figuring here. And, and, and uh, yeah, I don't think 1,800 metres is going to be that much of a query for him. Um, Sun Source was the fastest last sort of 100 of the, the race at Flemington, but again, I don't, he's just got no gates, but he can't, can't hold a spot. And then Dolphin Skin, I think, is a big query at... 1800 meters even though he was strongest it was a slightly run race and there's more pressure here line him up louis i think is probably likely to get 1800 meters but i just i don't know if he's much good and he had the whole race just gifted to him and he couldn't he couldn't take it and line of fire is half interesting because he he sort of he ran a 13 second sectional between the four and the two and then a 12 flat between the two to the post at mudgee He'll run 1,800 metres, and he he could be the improver up on speed as well. So, um, line of fire, I think it's been backed, actually. Um, he's he's probably the one they will come for even more, just because he's the DF over the three favourites. Yeah, I, I, I think... Form. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, line of fire and Bastille the Earth are the two for me. Um, more, more so Bastille the Earth, because... I've got about five dollars and thirty cents, um, and line of fire a bit longer than that. But um, but yeah, it's a it's a tricky race and not one that I'd probably want to be having a, a real strong opinion on. But um, yeah, it's a it's just a two year old. These horses are no good. <laughs> What's well, an automatic? Um, it's a ballot exempt race for the Derby or the Oaks. No, well, that's we... the problem. None of these will even yeah. run a trip for the derby well, these aren't derby but that's, horses but that's that's the whole point of the race it's just to give the 
it's a it's a good. I, I'm I'm all for the idea, like the thought behind the race. Yeah. Let them stretch out and see if they're on a trip. It's better off finding out now before getting deep into the preparation. Yeah. It's yeah, not much of a right. turnaround to spring. It's only they'll probably only have a month in the paddock. Yeah. Oh. It's, so. But that's the whole idea. If you if you're able to win this race and you can base your preparation back from there, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, 100%. But you don't have to qualify to get your way in. Uh, for what it's worth, I Before got move... tipped B still the earth on debut, and it was completely out the gate, like tripled in price. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm, I know they have a fair opinion of it. It was um, it was working with a good horse in track work and going just as good, if not better than it. Um, one of the good horses from the Griffiths to Coffee Stable. It might have been King Magnus. Probably. One of them. I think it might have been King Magnus. But yeah, I know the stable have got a decent opinion of it, so just something you keep an eye on. I'm not having a bet in the race, but just thought I'd pass that on. No, neither am I. Before we move on to the quality, I've just remembered that Stuba actually wanted me to touch on a couple of things in race one, just in terms of punning form. Naval Academy, um, slowly run race. Sorry to go back here, punters, but really, really slowly run race. Um, but it has come home really fast. Late sectional is really good. Um, sort of ran, yeah. Second fastest, pretty much it. Oh, I did run the, the fastest last eight, six, and four of the entire meeting. Second fastest last 200. So, yeah, it was pretty impressive, but it was entitled to run home fast. Um, the other one he was interested in, it was Masira. Um, that was a fast run race and it came home slow, but it was still good enough to off Welly Bell who won today obviously so there you go Stuba alright let's go to race 6 it is the Flemington Cup the Dean Lester Flemington Cup named in honour of the great man um, who unfortunately passed away recently he would have backed the winner in this I'm sure mostly cloudy is $2.60 favourite Mimi's Award $5 LaBelle $5 off the jumps win Irish sequel $11 Port Guillaume $12 and Farrago $13 but keen here, keenish. Yeah, I, I was. This is the sort of horse. Um, well, I said I said to sort of everyone that um, this this is probably the keenest I've ever been before acceptances have even come out um, to like to back a horse and uh, mostly cloudy is just like perfect profile um, and yeah, I guess is sort of. I think it's a bet. Even like uh, they were betting three fifty, and I was at work, and it really pissed me off. But um, yeah, I think he's still a bet. I think two dollars, bet two dollars is his price to beat these. This lot, he he he, ran, he, beat, he won um five in a row, and he and he sp'd eleven dollars versus the horse that started favour in the Ascot Gold Cup, as well as um, Quickthorn in the Lonsdale Cup, after winning five on the bounce and. Um, if he returns to that form, he will absolutely destroy these. Um, the gate. <laughs> Do you have the is... overseas numbers or not yet? Yeah, yeah, I have them. Um, uh, he yeah, he ran a, a I think ninety nine point five. Double check. Yeah, ninety nine point five there, and the way he ran a ninety seven point four last start, and the way he was sort of slowly on race, and the way he got through the line, he ran eleven four last two hundred meters. Um, it just sort of just screaming that he wants this trip and he's 
like just wants a big track and I, I just yeah I think he I think he's a very good bet I would have loved a bit better price like 270 I thought it was going to get like 4 bucks and it would have been like one I was just happy to completely smash but um yeah I would, yeah anyway I, yeah, yeah, like he's got to beat Mimi's award, and a horse has just come off winning a, a jumps race. He well, yeah. was like ridiculously good in that. In that, um, the, was it a, was it a hurdle maiden? Yeah, it a maiden, it was maiden hurdle? hurdle. Yeah, yeah, it beat like absolutely nothing. But it, yeah, yeah, um, doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's still. A, I know. I know the the bit of the, the theme this winter is jumps horses coming back and and. <laughs> And winning these sorts of races, I don't want him not. to win. I don't want him to win on Saturday. Yeah, you want him to scratch. Well, no, because he hasn't accepted for Sunday, so he can just oh, roll really? around and run a nice second or third if he wants. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's a little bit short at five dollars. To be honest, I thought it's definitely between the eight and the three. I think I'm going to be with mostly Cloudy. Um, gets in on the minimum here. Fourth up just looks like it just screams bet 2800 meters. He obviously has form overseas over this trip and even further. So, longer the better. The obvious concern is potentially map um, from Barrier 10 if, if Jai does drag him back. But I think he's just going to be too good anyway. Um, his late sectionals last start were really good. Mimi's award was, was really good last start at Flemington. Um, and he's absolutely flying. So I don't have too many knocks on her, but this one could just be one sort of out of the box. And he actually gets two kilos off her, and she's a mare. So really, it's a it's a four kilo turnaround in terms of weight for age, and that has to count for something. Mm. Anything, Nico? Um, not particularly. Nah. I'm happy that I'm happy that Porky Arm's gone here, not not Sunday. One less horse I have to worry about. LeBow will run well, but LeBow just... would have been more advantage if the track was a bit wetter as well. Yeah, probably. but I think I think whatever he's doing now on the flats, a bit of a bonus anyway. <clears throat> they know that he will get a wet track at Sandown in three weeks or Ballarat in six weeks' time. We go and win his jumps race again, then they'll put him on ice. And there's one race in May that they'll set him for, and if he comes back as good, if not better, next year, well, the fuck, they've, they've got an absolute mountain in front of them to beat him in a Gullywood next year on the minimum. So, what will he go to over the jumps next start? Just a ratings race? Yeah, he can just go to a, a novice, like a one jump win hurdle. But he won't go to a feature. I'm tipping. Well, he can either go. He'll either go to the 120 hurdle at at Sandown on crisp day, or they'll like maybe tick him over with another trial, or whatever, and he'll go to that um, the one jump win novice hurdle on the last day at Ballarat. I don't think he'll go to any shit joints like Coleraine and any of those places. I'll keep him to big tracks. Coleraine isn't a shit joint. I went there once. Oh yeah, fantastic! The Flemington of the bush or some shit, is it? It was a nice track. I had had a nice grandstand. The really old. You would have been the only fucking one in it, so I'm sure it was beautiful, but no, it was a, it was a jumps meeting. I think I was like I was like ten with my grandma. 
<laughs> Super sorry. Laptop out. With Nan. Yeah. <laughs> Nan, this Betting has got the play. best. Nan, this has got the best last start rating. Nan, back this. Don't back this. It's a month between runs. Jesus. All right, let's move on to race seven. Christ. It's a benchmark 84 handicap over the 1,200. Down the straight, he's our Bonneville. 1,200 is $5 favorite from Ranting, 550. Do your punk. Return to form last start, 650. Prowling, $7. Skywolf, $8. Zach DeBoss, $10. Yulong Storm, $12. Some absolute sprinting numbers here. <laughs> yeah, they are. Won't get any but I think he's our Bonneville is half interesting. I think. Mm-hmm. Back to like he's not slow. He's our Bonneville. Um he he can run a pretty quick section. And I kinda of think he might be suited here. Um like ranting second favourite. Like I, I get it, it's Nick Ryan. It's, like we've seen this so many times he can get, get a horse back to its best form and this will be up there with one of his best achievements ever if you get that captain <laughs> win. Yeah. But the trials were like I don't like they're, they're no. trials, but but they were good. The trials were good. Does have the horse did get out of the chair? But but the horse might change stables and silks, but it's still the same spotted cat underneath <laughs> his, underneath yeah. the saddlecloth. Who was um, the other pretentious horse, Nick Ryan? Mama Reagan to win a, Mama yeah, Reagan. Mama Reagan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I thought um, Heza Bonneville was a $4 chance against these these aren't much good and Heza Bonneville is pretty good and I think he's fast enough to be winning over 1200 metres I don't think it's any worry for him he was really quick over 1300 metres last time and uh, drawn widest uh, down the straight quick turn of foot I don't have any queries whatsoever for Heza Bonneville for, at 1200 metres Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit, but it's not it's not ideal. But I think it's good enough to still be these. Prowling ran a cracking race down the straight three starts ago. Behind it's our time. <sighs> that would sort of be very competitive in this. Yeah, I've backed Prowling a couple times. This preparation. Um, yeah, but I just I just think he's there or thereabouts. He probably could win this. This is sort of a race he could win. I just think maybe he's better at, or maybe he's not better at fourteen hundred meters. I don't know. He's tricky. He's like more more consistently good at twelve hundred, but he's got a couple big numbers at fourteen hundred meters. So, um, yeah, do your punk was good last start, but that was uh, a really really fast run, heavy track. Is just mm. um, I wouldn't back it to uh, to do it again. And the the time for Skywolf last time was awful, like really really slow. Um, uh, and that was off a year there, and I wouldn't back it to to run a career peak uh, here second up off a off a long break. And then I've got ranting second favourite. Um, yeah. Just what about the, Zach DeBoss with the with the side form? That's exactly um, who I'm backing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he can win. He's just he's he's got to improve a bit, I think. But his best form is at Flemington twelve hundred. So he he's set up to run to his best here. But I just think maybe it's a little bit below some of these. I'm back in Zach Depos. That's it's just a superior form race for mine. It's a horse who um I don't really know what to make what did his make of last start? Like I was on him last start and I was like, just cursing because like he just 
sort of resented like to run straight and let down. Look like he just sort of wanted one more back me next start, and here he is. I think ten dollars is a fair enough gamble. Yeah, like, there's some horses in front of him in the market that have got their fair share of convictions. Like you rule out he's our Bonneville. I don't think he's a 1,200-metre horse. He's got to go down to Flemington straight first time. And he's only got a short, sharp, scooby sprint on him. Ranting, well, if he beats you, you've been pretty hard done by. <laughs> Do Your Punk is a horse who loves wet ground. Isn't going to get yeah. that. Yeah. Concede prowling, but he's no superstar. Skywolf sort of won well last start, but he's also going... Flemington straight first time. No, he's I know he's trained at Flemington, but still different under race con- under race conditions. I just think Zach Boss is a very easy bet to have at ten dollars. You're selling a fair bit of hope there, and I could definitely come with like I know it was only a small field last start, but second favourite, SP four dollar fifty against Sai, she went and won again at Caulfield and is absolutely flying this prep. And as you said, still did a few things wrong, um, and was only beaten two. The query is goes up five and a half kilos at the weights. Yeah, he's hard yeah. done by by the weights. Yeah. He is, but still, like, he's still going to have 59 half after the claim. Yeah. And not like he's conceding a whole lot of weight to these other horses who job. I think he's better than. Like, I don't... Like, you couldn't confidently say that he's our Bonneville ranting, do your punk... Prowling Skywolf will get within two of so Well, I can't confidently say that they are. Yeah. You could, some would argue potentially he is better at 1,100 metres. Possibly. Zach DeBoss. Yeah. No, he's better at 12. All right, there goes my theory. I just think he's a very easy bet to have at, at $10. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I, I could take some of the 10s there as well. All right, let's move on to race eight. It is a... 2,000 metre open handicap, three-year-old plus, and probably the race of the day, potentially. Milford's $5.50, Youngworther $6.50, Normandy Bridge $7, Floating Artists $8, Flash Feeling $9.50. It is worth mentioning Floating Artists is back, the one-time fourth in a Melbourne Cup. He's back at the races, good to see. Uh, Rolls is $12, Deep Strike $13, and then Lord Ardmore, Cherry Tortoni 14s and 15s. Very deep race. Lots of chances here. Mm. Yeah, very. This is, this is the type of race that Bot wakes up for in the mornings. Yeah, it is. 2,000 metre <laughs> handicaps is just like as good as it gets. But I don't think there's many edges in this race. Um, Milford's favourite. Um, he was enormous last time. He gets shin off, which isn't ideal. But um, he's flying this preparation. He is fourth up here. Second time 2,000 metres, and I think he gets every single possible with the map. Uh, floating Artist... Sorry? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> floating Artist was good first up off 500 days over 400 metres, but lots of uh, Kirimar stayers are, and you regress second up. He was um, taken back from a wide barrier at Hawkesbury and sort of just ran on fairly. Um but he resumes over 2,000 metres off some nice trials. And he's half interesting at the price. Um, it just like He's sort of one that like, you'd, you'd rather back if there's any support for him. But if there's if he's, he's he starts $15, you're just, like, you're just happy you just didn't back him. So 
He's one you sort of just want to wait for the last five minutes. Flash feeling is the setup horse, isn't it? Like, draws seven, gets in yeah, with 52.5 kilos on the backup and gets dry ground 2,000 metres at Flemington. I know this is a pretty difficult race, but he looks well set up. Yeah, he did the same thing um, at Flemington. Was it? Uh, oh, no, no, no. At Pakenham, where yeah. he over 2,000 metres. Um, beat Braden style. He beat, yeah. And, and Flash, uh, yeah. Yeah, he beat Braden, Braden style. That's right. That day at Pakenham. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that, that figure has him relatively competitive here. I just... Uh, he might he might be three or four pairs back maybe. Um, I, I thought floating artists would be right up on the speed and Milford um, one out one back. Um, and horses like Normandy Bridge he's been so consistent this preparation. Um, he's winning he's he's on he's in form but he's 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 going to be back here from thirteen. Uh, and so's Deep Strike. Uh, who else? Yeah. Like the main sort of chances, young Werthers even. If, he, if he's back to his best form, two thousand Flemington, where his best form is, he's well and truly in this. But um, uh, yeah, he he needs to turn his form around a bit. I, th- I think he he's best at two thousand meters. I don't think he quite stays twenty four, but, but like they just sort of run him in them because they're the they're a bit weaker, so he can maybe get away with one eventually. But he, but he hasn't yet. He's he's only won the one race, but um, uh, but yeah. So if I was having a bet, the betting six fifty at Ladbrokes, probably I'd, I'd back Milford. Um, yeah, beautiful. And and probably I'd w- probably wait for the floating artist, and just see what it does because it could be completely out the gate and be uh, no chance of winning. <sighs> Fuck it, Milford. Fuck off. Even even a horse like Pre to Turn, I think, could um resurrect himself a bit like he was he was pretty pretty good sectionally late and I thought he was really good beaten only less than four lengths behind unusual culture at, at Flemington first up um he's a horse that he's a he won the Alistair Clark over 2,000 meters he's 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 not a bad horse and the only problem is he's he's drawn wide and he'll go back um but he's a talented horse but yeah, I think Milford gets every every favour and maybe six fifty is a little bit too big. Yep, happy with that. I don't have too much to add. Probably Milford and Flash feeling for me. Um, but don't know if I'll actually be investing any money because it, it is a wide open race. All right, let's get to race nine. It's a benchmark seventy eight to close out the program over the straight five furlongs, thousand meters. Najem Sahail five dollars. From Booney six fifty, Zion six fifty, no way over nine dollars, Senegalia nine fifty, and Boss Lady Rocks twelve dollars. But you've been on the good side of this horse once or twice. What can you tell us about the favourite? Interested or not? Nah. Um second prep in Australia, so that's a good thing, because it was off eight hundred days last time and he he ran a big rating at sale over twelve hundred. I think he's a better twelve hundred metre horse. So I think this would be just a kickoff point. Booney's half interesting because it, um, I think he's racing himself back into form. Um, he's a one-time. No, no, he's not. He's a. He's a. No, 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 no. He he's a, he's a good horse over and he ran second to Dragon Symbol, who won the um, 
well, he, sh- he he was beaten in a protest in a in a Group One in in Europe. So he's a he's got form around Group One sort of horses in in Europe, and and that's good enough for like thousand meter benchmark seventy eights in Australia. So um, I've got him about a five dollar chance. Uh, uh, yeah, this this race is just I don't I don't like this race. It's just tricky because like horses like Zion. Like they sh- they're the sort of horses I want to back, but I just don't think he's he's not a thousand meter horse. Uh, Blake Shinoff, nope, no way ever, not a thousand meter horse. Uh, William Thomas, <laughs> he's only good in a backup. You can only ever back William Thomas on the backup. Um, or <laughs> you should never back William Thomas to be honest. Um, <laughs> Epic Center's half interesting as well. Um, he he started nine dollars and ran third to flying on a limb in Katsu, um, and his thousand meter form is good. And what about Sartorial Splendor back on a dry track at a thousand meters? Just cut snake straight to the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Sartorial Splendor. I don't know. I, just, I don't like him. He he's just he's too much of a yo-yo. Some sometimes he's sometimes he's on and sometimes he's just completely just yeah. awful. Like sometimes that's good, I guess you can you could back those sorts of horses, but I, like I prefer to back him around Mooney Valley. Yeah, yeah just to get away fair. with one. Um, and yeah, this race is just tricky. I just prefer not to back anything in it. Yep, typical, uh, almost impossible way to close out the card at Flanton. All right, that does wrap up the program, Metro Melbourne. Nico, are you happy to have your time in the sunlight now? We'll go to Sunday. We can go to Sunday now if you want, yeah. Let's go straight to Sunday. Race one, Pakenham is a maiden hurdle. Cadre du Noir, $1.75 favourite, obviously has the superior flat form. First go over the jumps from Platinum Spirit, $4.60. That's incredible, $4.80, and that's all I'll read out. Uh, hard to beat here? Yeah, very hard to beat. Um, I don't know if he'll win by as far as LeBau did, but I think he'll definitely win. He's up against not much here. Um, that's incredible. Has showed some sort of substance um, in his runs, but like far inferior to to what um, to what Cadre has shown. So yeah, he'll he'll go on and on his merry dance. And uh, yeah, he's a great way great way to start your day, Cadre. He'll um, put him. You can back him individually or um, chuck him in your multis because there's a few shorties that we'll touch on. But, um, yeah, he's a very easy bet to have. I, th- I think he's his right price. Um, I think he'll win. But, yeah, I, w- I would say that he's not as good as LeBau from what I've seen so far. And I would say LeBau's flat ability is probably a touch better. But... Um, they all he does have the same, a, I guess. He does boast a $2.90 SP and ran second in a group three, albeit was it field of six. Yeah. Oh, he's a handy uh, enough horse, and I think he'll make a grade, but like, do I see him coming out and me talking about him being a minimum chance in a Gullywood? I, that's yet to be seen. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to do race two or skip straight through? Oh, I didn't give race two too much thought. It's just the same sort of number numberish horses. Yeah. Half master will make a reasonable jumper in seasons to come. 
He's obviously a horse who's only had one start for his career, and being by raise the flag, he's a horse that's not going to uh, participate too much on the flat. He's from, you know, the I'm Invincible of Jump Stallions. So, <laughs> um, That is such a hilarious comparison. Well, he is raise the flag. He's he's the number yeah, one I jump know. stallion. But um, yeah, these horses, these horses just keep taking turns. Interesting move for the the um, Paddy Payne horse here, body. It's been well supported. Sixes into four forty. I backed it. Body. Yeah. Did you? The bot man. Mm. I think it wants it wet, and I don't think it's going to get that. Yep. Straight to the third. Benchmark yep. 120 hurdle. Rattlin Bog got away with the maiden last start, 3.40 from Frankenstar, $4. Air of the Throne's gone off the boil a little bit. Would have been clear favourite in this race once upon a time, $4.60. Cleaver's $5 and a breed, $6.50. I can't quite work out this race because I thought Cleaver should probably be maybe a $3.20 or so favourite. Um, the Rattlin Bog fell in to win its maiden and it laid all over the other horse if the margin got any closer you could have lost it in the stewards room Frankenstar isn't much good he has won his maiden and then has been already beaten by Cleaver with an SP of $2.50 and then he was yeah I thought he was pretty poor and a flat run after that as well, so um, I couldn't have Frankenstar at four dollars. Out of the Thrones, a shadow of himself at the moment. Um, I couldn't tip anyone into him at four dollars sixty, even though that's a probably a fair enough price. But um, I'd want to see him turn uh, his form around before I could bet him. But yeah, I think Cleaver's a, a very easy bet to have in the race. He won two back at Warnable. Um, before that he ran gallant behind Teofilo Star's demolition and uh, yeah last study SP $7 in the Lafferty so that's um, he put in a couple of sticky ones and and didn't jump the best but um, the market still told you that this horse is pretty good if he started $7 in a feature against the likes of Alex One Will John Circle of the Sun and Co so um yeah, I think he's a stupid price at $5. I think Cleaver. he's a very, very easy bet to have. Good bet. All right, let's get on to the Brendan Dreschler hurdle. Obviously, last year it was won by Saunterboy at $1.20. This year it comes up a much, much stronger race, and this is actually a cracker. He's the $2 favourite from Circle of the Sun, $4. Balak's won, $6. Bedford had the confidence-boosting win over the jumps last start, $6. From the instigator, $11. They look the main chances. Does the champ bounce back with a big weight pull back in his favour? Um, yeah, I, I think he does. Um, I've been looking forward to the back half of the season, not only because the form tends to get a little bit easier because they've all gone around and you can sort of see who's improved, who's who hasn't, who's on the, dec- on the decline. But more importantly for Sauna Boy, at least now it becomes a bit more fair at the weight scale. Um, he's made mistakes his last few runs even at Warnable he didn't jump super he still put in a few sticky ones when he won the Gallywood and then obviously last start was probably the worst he's ever gone as far as I'm concerned 
Um, his recent trial was good. He sort of just canned around and he looked like his old self. My only query is, and I might be clutching at straws here, this is the first race ride I think that he's not going to have the professor on his back. Mm. So that is something that is in my mind because he's not the easiest horse to ride. He, he's got a few little, you know, he's got a few little things that he does in the run. He's not the easiest horse to ride from what I can see. Never, I've never ridden a horse, obviously, but it looks like he's not an easy ride. He throws his head around and does things wrong in the run. So I think he's a cracking bet at $2, and, I, and I'm with him heavily. Um, Willie McCarthy's more than capable, so I'm sure i am just got a little doubt over nothing. But, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how the others measure up to him. But, you know, form is temporary, class is permanent, and... I think he will show them why he's the best jumper or the best yep. hurdler in the land on Sunday. I'm with him. Um, I've actually, I was saying in the group chat, I actually have been on the right side of Sauna Boy a fair bit this season. He's been one horse that I have been able to pick the eyes out of and back him when he's sort of won and been against him when he has lost. So I think like he gets a six kilo weight swing back in his favour in terms of when he faced Circle the Sun last time, um, he carried the 73 there in the national hurdle. Um, Circle of the Sun had 70, uh, 65 that day. Now it's 69 versus 71. So he comes back to the 71. Um, he did pretty much everything you can do wrong in a jumps race last start. He got keen uh, on the inside of runners. He smashed down a few hurdles. Could barely lift his legs up. 73 kilos there. Um, and he, he loves packing them too that's a massive thing for him yeah and he was still there like as they were coming around the bend for home he looked like he was gaining ground on Circle of the Sun on the flat but obviously he just peaked on the run understandably he obviously smashed his legs into the hurdles a few times probably twice I think he, he smacked down two hurdles I think he can bounce back here um, Circle of the Sun I don't have any knocks on he's a really good jumper but the weights are starting to catch up with him now Balax won was really good last start. Just got the better of Circle of the Sun. So there's probably not much between them. And then you've got Bedford, who's the up-and-comer with the the 66 kilo. So he gets a bit of weight off him. And he he could be deadly. He, he'll be charging home late. But for me, Sauna Boy bounces back. All right. Yeah. Race five, it is the Maiden Steeplechase. Nelson, $2.70. Twin Spinner, $3.60. Killorney, $6.00. Uh, Sky Hero 950, Tom Fullery 950 is the first emergency. Difficult race, I thought. Uh, yeah, it's not a race that I've got too big of an opinion in. Watch and see race for me. Yeah, let's just move. Nelson and then. Twin Spinner will improve going to the steeple to the steeple fences. Kalorn is the interesting one. I'm suspect over him jumping over hurdles, let alone steeples. So <laughs> that'll be interesting to see how he goes. Watch and see there. Uh, we get to the Moss Trooper Steeplechase, the feature over the big fences. Stern Idol, $1.45 from Valak, $2.60. Market saying it's a two, uh, two horse race. BT Junior, $11. And you're out to Dr. Dependable, $19. Stern Idol, $1.85 SP in the Grand Annual. Comes back 2,000 metres, comes back to the 3,500 metres. G looks hard to beat. 
I've never been so confident in a horse that's turning up and winning in a jumps race on Sunday <laughs> than I am of him. I've got so much belief in this horse, it's not funny. People are going to look at me and go, well, he made a full year in the annual. No, he didn't. He just simply didn't stay. And that was always going to be the case. It's like anything in racing. The horse had never been to that trip. There's always a chance. If they go from 1,600 metres to 1,800 metres, some of them still don't stay that far. Of course, there was going to be an acid test, but I certainly wasn't the only one who thought that he was going to run the trip. Kiramar and David Eustace sent him there, and they're two of the smartest people in this industry. So, um, yeah, he's been there. He's failed. He'll never go to 5,500 metres again. They've given him enough time in between runs. He's had two trials since. Hasn't looked like he's gone backwards. Um, And I'm sure everything is A-OK, otherwise he would not be back at the races. Could be the best thing in hindsight, him failing in the annual. Because he would have been a (laughs) 10. At least they will pick their path with him and they know his capabilities now. now. Yeah. So I would much rather have known at the start of his career and my love affair with this horse than at wish, the end. Do you wish they still tackled the Bri- Briley as well? Oh, I fucking wish every single day since Warnable that they went to the Briley. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course I wish they went to the Briley because he would have just won that. Um, but yeah, anyway... He would have been he would have been this price in a Briley, to put it in perspective, and he would have come up against the best chasers that there are. So for me, I'm not. There's no point in me even pricing this race, but I think he's a dollar chen, chance. But that's, and I wouldn't say that he's a dollar. I wouldn't say there's many jumpers that are a dollar ten chance, ever. He's got to beat Valak. He's got to beat one horse. Yes, who won this race last year. But he's his own worst enemy, Valak. He'll probably fall. <laughs> you couldn't confidently sit there and back the exactor and hope to get uh, some, some winnings out of the race because there's every chance that you'll have your heart in your throat willing him over those last few jumps if he makes a few sticky ones. You thought LeBau won by a distance. Well, Stern could absolutely put a space in this lot, like he did last time he went to Packenham. What about BT Jr.? What about him? He'll run top three. He was only a a four four lengths behind Balak's one circle the sun last time. He's been a good old warrior. He got beat to 15 by Stern Idol last time they met at Packenham. Yeah, but... Been a good old horse, BT Jr. But, yeah. He could, he could be the Quinella horse in terms of, if you want to get a bit of value, you could go, you could go three, four. He well, the bottom the bottom, the bottom three are, are proper legless. You'd beat them home, Bob. You reckon? Hmm. Oh, well, if, if Valak falls, or even if he doesn't fall, BT Jr. is a chance. If you could get a head-to-head bet, you'd nearly have something BT Jr. to beat Valak. Because you'd get good odds. But Stern Idol is a complete nutter. Just wins. He can, ju- he can jump around and do bloody somersaults and do cartwheels, whatever he wants to do. 
Beautiful. All right, that wraps up. Parking. It'll be a good sight. Just whatever you're doing, punters. Even if you don't like jumps racing, just tune in at three twenty-five and just watch this race. Because if you don't love it after how far he wins by, well, you're pretty fucking dead, and you won't love him ever. There is one more jumps race. Uh, it is over in New Zealand that I quickly want to grab your attention for. You Nico. are so sick. It's not funny. Well, no, it's actually important because this horse is probably coming to Australia. Great race. The Wellington Steeple, 5,500 metres. The Cossack is the $1.85 favourite. He's up against West Coast, who is a bit of an up-and-coming jumper himself. He's had a couple monster wins over the Steeples, and he has run out the trip, whereas the favourite, the Cossack, hasn't. Albeit, the Cossack is the class horse, and he wasn't beaten far in the... What is it? The National? What are they called? Yeah, yeah the, the National, National. Steeplechase. Behind St. Arnica, sort of split St. Arnica and, and Flying Agent last time at Ballarat. 5,500 metres. Do you think you'll be backing him or including him in multis, or you reckon this West Coast does, does scare you off a little bit? No, if I was going to have a bet in the race, and depending if Bet365 ever get their fucking prices out, if Bet365 got their prices out, then I'm a chance to back the Cossack. If I was to have a bet in the race, I'd back the Cossack. I don't know... I love a lot about this West Coast. I know that he's he's sort of there, thereabouts. He's got a pretty reasonable record. Um, but he hasn't been running against this type of quality of horse. Mm. He's ticked the distance barrier. But um, I don't know if that's your only query. Well... That's probably why you're getting the dollar eighty five, the Cossack, to be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. That is race. But yet again, it's it's not something that you dive. It's not something that you dive head first into. Like, just because I think the Cossack will run the distance doesn't mean he will. Stern Idol didn't run the distance in the annual, and I thought he would. So, still a box he has to tick. But if he runs the trip, I I think the Cossack will be pretty hard to beat. All right, let's pick up the sectionals here and we'll quickly go around the grounds and wrap up. I've got Shartin racing on Sunday. Obviously, touch on Zach Purton. Um, smash Joe Moreira's record. We've still two meetings, or no, one more meeting to go, I think, now. Um, he's sort of trying to go for 180. He got the 170 um, to beat Joe Moreira. 171, he's well past that now. Um, most wins by a jockey in a Hong Kong season of all time. So absolutely flying our champ over there. Race eight, he rides Tuchel. Um, very good horse. Gets 60 kilos here against a few good horses, so that's no mean feat. Um, but looks hard to beat. Sort up against the likes of Red Lion, Circuit Stella, um, the Irishman, and Flaming Rabbit, who is the up-and-comer down in the weights on 55. All bet. I do, price, think, I do think he'll be hard to beat. I think he'll be sort of high twos. Yeah. He had the big SP last start, but that was against lesser horses. Even though, even though it was um, a Group Three, and this is a Class One, this is probably a more is this is a, de- a deeper race with twelve yeah. in it. So looks hard to beat. Um, the other race of interest is Race Eleven. Um, Golden Express will probably go up favourite. Has to carry the sixty again and comes up against Youthful Deal, who absolutely bolted in on the all weather last start. And we backed it. Um, those two interest me, but and Youthful Deal draws one while Golden Express draws 11. So that adds a further element of interest. Golden Express will definitely go up favourite after SPing 
sort of dollar forty when he was beaten last start. Um, probably just had to do a little bit too much work. I would be willing to be forgiving. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they ride on this start. If if they do try and go forward, or if they just sort of flop out and, and let him finish off. Um, but yeah, he does. He is a pretty good horse. It'll just be interesting to see if he can turn it around this start. Um, the other inter- international race of interest, if you are listening to this tonight, even if you're not, just go back and watch race four, Newmarket. A day out is a unbackable price, but he should be getting the job done in the Princess of Wales. He's probably the best Godolphin horse in the world at the moment. Um, third up, 2,400 metres. His 2,400 metres record is elite. Smashed Misriff last time he went over 2,400 metres. Um, Epson Derby winner ran third in an arc. Um, very, very good horse. So just go back and watch him. All right. Anything else around the grounds? Yeah, Geelong. Uh, ginger and pink. Race number? Seven. Oh, no, two. Two. Race two. I don't know what number it is. is but ginger tomorrow? and pink. Yeah, Friday? it's Friday. Friday. Geelong. Yeah, it'll... it'll Like, it, it, it was uh, taken back from Wide Barrier... On debut, good sectionals, and then very, very, very good sectionals last time. It was 11s into 5s at Caulfield, and now they're betting $3.70 in a maiden at Geelong. So. Huge. All right. Mm. Back lay prey, podcast multi, best bet first. Who wants to go? Uh, I don't know. Uh, my best is mostly cloudy. My value, I guess, is... Uh, Defiant Diva and the lay is uh, uh, I don't know lay is elative there you go Nico (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh Uh, my two uh, bets are in where are we one because I'm probably going to take the other one Oh, well, my two sort of value bets for the day and my sort of, yeah, they're probably two of the only bets that I'm going to have at Flemington is race four, Tijuana. Race seven, Zaktopos. They're both at um, double figures. Probably going to back the creator also in race four. And a horse I'm going to stick the boots in is... Well, fuck you can put the boots in most of them in race seven. <laughs> He's our Bonneval ranting, do your punk. Just lay them they're, they're all just very like, false. False A Combined prices. lay. You might get combined, $2.50. Combined lay. <laughs> that should be a thing. All right. My best bet, punters. Um, wait, what's your best? No, my best is on Sunday. Stern Idol? Podcast multi. Well, my well, my probably biggest bet of the weekend is going to be a day R into Stern Idol. Yeah, huge. All right, my best bet will be Sauna Boy Race Four Packenham the one. Um, my lay will be in Race Six at Packenham. Lay Valak, if you can try and lay him at three dollars. Um, lay him the place. Yeah, and hope he fucking falls. And my oh, don't value. Hope that. Yeah, don't hope that. Well, you don't need to hope because he'll do it anyway. Maybe I'll just stick with Zach the Boss as well and and go with Nico. 
So there you go. Podcast multi will be a day out if you can get it in. Race four at Newmarket tonight into race six at Flemington, mostly, what is it called? Mostly cloudy. Mostly cloudy. It's about to say mostly sunny. Uh, and then we go to Packingham on Sunday, race four, number one, Sauna Boy, and race six, number three, Stern Idol. All right, couple questions before we wrap up. We always say we're going to be we're going to be quick, and it never happens. An hour later. Yeah. yeah. Nick just talks too much. Oh, we do you? we do the Flemington Cardo every time, and we probably don't need to. Tyson Hunter, who's the best horse in Australia right now? Giga Kick. Yeah. Giga Kick. And Giga Kick. Stern Idol. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were a horse. What would you be ideal track and trip from Ryan Deeth? Um, well, I was an 800-meter runner, so 800 meters around Mooney Valley. Yeah, beautiful. You'd be an 800-meter little squib racing at fucking Kilcoy. <laughs> Max Mini, any cheap recipes for a degenerate punter? Cheap recipes is in punting recipes? My cheap recipe for a noodles. degenerate punter. Two-minute noodles. I, I don't know if you mean food or actual punting advice. If you mean food and follow bot but if you mean punting advice is just get as much out of promotions as you can while you can because they won't last forever Nobu uh, actually <laughs> Ryan how many Ben how many broodmares do you hope to have in your life not answering that Nick how's the lawn going <laughs> we're not answering that um, and then we're going to go to Stu's question <laughs> oh here we go all right, three from Stu. If all the international raiders came over for a cox plate, Romantic Warrior, Light Infantry, Equinox, Horizons Door, etc. Uh, greatest cox plate ever, question mark. Who are you backing? Equinox. <laughs> oh, shit. But, let's, but I, let's talk in real life. Let's not talk in fucking Dustland fairy tale. We've already backed the two horses that are actually coming for the cox plate in yeah. Romantic Warrior and Light Infantry. Yeah, great bets. I'm on... Light inventory at twenty six dollars and Romantic Warrior eight dollars. They look fantastic bets. How many times will Giga Kick and I wish I win clash heading into the Everest? Um, there's a big chance they'll clash in the McEwen at the Valley. I'm not sure if I wish I win will go there, but Giga Kick is confirmed, and they might clash again in Sydney potentially. God, I'm so keen for Moody Valley to be back. Moody Valley Friday nights. Oh, We're God. talking about Group 1 racing and you're talking about little squibby 64s scooting bot, around the valley. Bot just wants pitching on versus Vegas. Oh, oh, I was thinking... Oh, I was. The, the saddest part is that is what I was thinking about the other day. I was like... That, that was like my highlight of the Mooney Valley Friday night season. I was thinking about the other day. Jeez. You're that crook. You're like <laughs> crook in the head. Weird stuff. Like I think of racing and I think of, I think of pitching on versus Vegas and I, in the benchmark 64, 2,000 metres around Mooney Valley. You're fucked up. Body. Um, each of three of you, early Cox Plate tip, Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cup tips. I will go first. Cox Plate, Romantic Warrior. Caulfield Cup, without a fight. Melbourne Cup, either of the Japanese horses um, I'll be happy with. What are they called? Sonic. Silver, Silver Sonic. Sonic. Silver Sonic and... What's the other one called? Breakup. Breakup and Silver Sonic. You boys? I have no idea. I'll just wait and see till what the actual 
horses are in it that are racing. Boring. Right, like, uh, okay. Yeah, boring kind of shot. But no worries. Yeah. Uh, I am on Kovalika at 50s for the Caulfield Cup. So, God give him strength. Interesting horse that I sort of want to see come back is Francesco Gardi. I think he's mm. a bit of a forgotten horse. Cox Plate, I am on Romantic Warrior and Light Inventory. Um, yeah, that's it there. And for the Cup, I'm obviously on Silver Sonic, but I don't know. For being, for the sake of being a bit of a fan, I hope uh, Verban wins his race in a couple of weeks and Frankie comes to ride him. Frankie. It would be good to see because everyone bags the shit out of him because of his rise in Australia, but if he won a Melbourne Cup, it would be one of the biggest things ever to happen to Australian racing. I've always said to myself that Melbourne Cup Day is a shit day and I and I hate it and I'd never go. But I can guarantee you, if Frankie's there on Vauban, I'd probably go. Like, that's a, that's the type of shit that I would go. Like, that that would draw me to the races. Oh, 100%. And Romantic Worry coming to the Cox Plate, like, that's going to draw people to, from overseas to the races as well. We've already had... Oh, well, dude, we're, already, we're, already at, we're already at Mooney Valley in the VIP suite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, last question from Stu. Uh, the racing show did a top 25 horses of the season. What would your top five oh, be for the hell. season? These are, these, are, these are horses. This is, these are questions that you need preparation for. You can't just off the top of your head because you miss horses and you don't. Okay, no, well, easy. that's our homework. Know. We'll do it for next week. I'll give you my top five. Animo's on top because I've already seen the question. Um, not in terms of who's the best horse. I still think on a global scale, Giga Kick is probably the best horse. But in terms of what they did over the season, like Animo won, what do you win? Seven group ones, eight group ones, mm. something ridiculous like that. And a Cox Plate, he's on top from Giga Kick. Um, third, potentially I wish I win. And then, or, oh, I don't know. And then maybe... Alligator Blood and I'm Thunderstruck. Hard. All right, I'll go. Animo would be number one. Um, in the sprinting ranks now, I am a big fan of Giga Kick and In Secret, especially down the straight. The old boy Nature Strip falls into third just because he's been a good horse over the journey. And Jumpers, uh, Sauna Boy, Will John, and... Uh, Stan Idol. Will John. Will John's always been a favourite of mine. No, no, but he was this, is, of... this is just last season. Oh, well, he doesn't classify, so Sauna Boy is Stan Idol. Yeah, okay. All right, let's wrap up there. Uh, good luck this weekend, punters. We promise the good racing will be back soon and the energy will be well and truly back with racing previews. I think we got group racing in three weeks, so... Really? Sit tight. Um, Can't come quick enough. And we'll be back in full swing very soon. Three weeks' Thanks time to you're back in your box, but why am I back in my box? Because group racing's gonna be <laughs> shit. Right, have a good I'll weekend. Back See you, brothers. See ya. Bye. Thanks.
climbed down from the trees and grew tall and they started talking and the stars fell out of the sky and my tears rolled into the ocean and now I'm looking for a reason why you even set my world into motion cause if you're not really here then the stars don't even matter now I'm filled to the top of fear that it's all just a bunch of matter cause if you're not really here I don't wanna be either I wanna be next to you like a gold I'm 